Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request Summer Series. This is this has been really fun, guys. I hope you are getting some stuff out of this. I know I did during all these interviews. You know, we've talked to artists and writers. This is another writer today. And vintage clothing store owners and multimedia. Uh, Mark, Mark with the weird beard savant. Is that a name? I don't know. Uh, today, I'm super excited. We have Zach Rutledge, uh, and I was really happy to connect with him. I think you'll really enjoy this interview. Uh, in my mind, this is kind of this is one of those walks the line of um, the regular podcast and the summer series, but but I love it. And, and I delete so much stuff because we went on so many tangents about other other stuff. And and Zach, I hope you are listening to this. Thank you so much. This was a great time. You guys enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Zach Rutledge, and I am the author of the official Depression Relief Playbook. Okay, right, right from the start, I gotta say I love the title. Um, oh, thanks. Just, I've struggled with any number of, of things, uh, whether it be addiction, abuse, uh, depression, over the years, um, and so I, I definitely was interested in the in the material, and that's kind of the reason I think we, we connected is I wanted to hear a little more about that and find out about your journey and your decision to, to write the book. So sure. with, yeah, with that in mind, I mean, it's pretty obvious, I think from the title, what, what the book is about. So before we dive into the book, like what's your journey in, in getting to that point and deciding to share that message? I decided to write the book in, oddly enough because of COVID. Um, and it, I'll get to that in, in a minute. So like I, I was originally doing video production. That was my day job. Okay. And I did martial arts all throughout, you know, since I was 10 years old, did all, I have a black belt in karate and I, um, I became a personal trainer. I've been doing that on the side for a while. I still do that. And I'm actually in the, the middle of becoming a uh, yoga instructor. Oh, nice. So I, I, I juggle a lot of things, but my friend, I think, put it best. He said COVID was kind of like shaking the leaves from a tree. And when it hit a few months, you know, when we got into it a few months, we were like, wow, this is going to be a long-term thing. Yeah. Uh, I had friends kind of reaching out to me being, you know, like for some advice. Just because I guess I was kind of that guy yeah. where, you know, they knew I had been there before. I had been through some shit. And they were like, well, how, how did you do this? And I, I think I got to like my fourth or fifth friend. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing this stuff down because <laughs> this is going to be way easier. Yeah. So I, I just kind of compiled everything as best as I could. I'm actually also, it was part of my step of, I'm actually, I just got accepted. I'm, I'm going to become a therapist. So I start in the spring, um, well, January, 2022. So like a talk therapist, not a physical therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a natural stepping stone, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so I, I wrote the book and I was just like, you know what? I just want to write the thing that's what's the thing I would have wanted and would have gone through when I was 20 years old. Not that not to say that it's only for young people or or anything like that, but it's just that's where I was at my darkest. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what, what was it that I could have digested in an easy way that was actionable, like gives you stuff to do? It's not just mental models. It's like some of that, but then like things you can do. Yeah, I wanted to dive into that too, and we, I, I will. I'll let you keep going. Though. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Go, go ahead. Well, I, I just, I like uh, just how it's broken up, and the first thing that you mentioned in the beginning of the book is 
like the call to action from the reader is you you have to have the discipline to follow through with this and that's i think that's such an important thing to point out right in the beginning because it is setting up an expectation because uh if you are battling depression right like flaking on things whether it be for yourself or others is second nature right so like of course setting that expectation in the beginning that'd be like this can be helpful but like there's you know this is putting that accountability on the on the reader i think is, is was such a nice thing to see right right from the start uh and, and I, you know and I, I put my email in there like i encourage people yeah email me and i will hold you accountable like yeah. i hold i that's what i that's what i do yeah. like as a personal trainer and even as a martial artist so, you know as, as a teacher instructor of karate you know i'm comfortable with that yeah you know, I have no problem telling you when you're fucking up, like, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, my slogan when I'm training people is hate me today, love me tomorrow. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't care if, if you don't want to hear it right now, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. So, yeah. So, well, I wonder, you got, you got to do the work. did being in, in martial arts from a young age too, was that something that kind of gave you that discipline? Uh, like you, I'm, you know, you have to be disciplined to some degree to even be in that field, right? Like to, and you're a black belt at this point. So I imagine there was a level of discipline there that you brought to the table. Uh, and even maybe like when you were kind of at your darkest there, you still had that in some facet or am I? Yeah. It's funny. Nobody's asked me that. Like it it definitely did. Like I, I, that was kind of, it was my sport that I guess I gravitated towards. I I, like, I ran track and didn't really do a whole lot in high school. Like I played in bands and things like that, but that was like my activity. I don't, I didn't really do organized sports. So I knew that there, I think the big thing from it was I could see growth, right? Like I could see achievement outside of academics. Yeah. So like sometimes people only know like that academia or they only know sports, but I knew like team sports, but I knew that there was a thing that I, I could grow through as an individual, um, like tangible growth. Like I could, I couldn't throw this certain kick before now I can. Right. So yeah. something, and like, you know, that's not a big deal to, but it's measurable, like, but it's measurable. Yeah. And like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, not just the physical part, but that was like my first time I was introduced to like, um, like Zen meditation, Okay. Things like that. Like I remember the, the the very first time I meditated, I like I could tell you like exactly where I was and on the floor and like that blew my mind open. Like um so I think that was seeped in. Now, to be fair, my I was battling at that time, which I which I didn't even know. I just thought that's how people were, you know. But I, you know, when you're a teenager, you're you're self-absorbed. Yeah. Um when I was, well, when I was 18, my best friend was killed and that's where the, the, I really fell off the cliff because it was kind of like this perfect storm. It was the summer after high school. Um, there was no like social media at that point and everyone, all my friends had left for college and, uh, that was it. I'm alone. Like, and I remember I went months without speaking to anyone and my best friend is dead. I had to drop out of college and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm alone. At that point, it, the karate, you know, that was just something I had done yeah. and I, and, and my karate school had closed too just then. So I had, I oh, just had yeah, throw that on the pile, <laughs> throw that in there. So yeah. Cause I, I remember thinking like, at least I'll have this and they, and they closed out too. So yes, that was tough too. So I think that was just kind of, you know, just too painful to look at also. I don't know. So it, it wasn't like something that I realized at the time, at yeah. my darkest moment. 
it, let's say, you know, God forbid something like that happens again, one of these darker moments, yeah. or, you know, just hardships that come up now, it is something I pull on now. Yeah. 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 That's... And, but, you know, I, I kind of went on, went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but I guess what my point is, one of my points is the things that I learned in there, I threw in the book, like the meditation aspects yeah. and things like that. I threw them in the book. So what I did was I tried to really condense it and I tried to make it pound for pound, punch for punch. I made it short on purpose, tried to make it um, something digestible because I know at my darkest, I'm not going to read 350 <laughs> pages for one idea, you yeah. know, or yeah, just yeah. mental models. Like, yeah. So pound for pound, you know, tight, compact, yeah. just get in front of them for repeat reads. I, I like and, it for that reason. Like, I mean, amongst others, but I, I like that it, it it is digestible. It's perfect word for it because I'm someone that I, I love books, but I have to do audible. If I'm reading, if I put that book down, the chances of me picking that thing back up are highly unlikely. But if it's something I can get in like one or two sittings, uh, yeah. that's I mean, that's perfect for me. And this and especially with the, the content. And it's funny, I there's so many parallels. Um, and I wonder if we're about the same age because um, <laughs> I when I graduated, like I was just 110% self-destructive. Everybody went to college. I went to college for half a semester and, and dropped out and, yeah. and was just, uh, I mean, finding ways to, uh, self-destruct for like three years. And, yeah. and I, like, I, I relate to that very much. And I'm starting a master's program in counseling so I can become a therapist. So. Oh, good for you, man. That's <laughs> so, great. Yeah. I, uh, I'm aware of, of what that future looks like as well, or at least the concern of that. Fantastic. Future. Yeah. Congratulations. So, right back at you. Um, Thanks. so yeah, I, I wanted to touch on the discipline part cause I, I think that's, that's important and that's, it's something I struggle. I want to still say struggle, uh, cause it's too recently that I've gotten a hold of it that I, I would be comfortably and like oh i'm past that now <laughs> but um it's a you know it's it's a trait that is truly valuable in everything in life right and, but right. managing your own um, mental health and and self-care and all that like discipline is is huge there like uh, you mentioned yeah. drinking a glass of water in the morning like committing to things like that it sounds silly but like that it's so huge it's so huge um it's how i start every day you stack the small victories yeah you know uh, and your first section mindset, I, and I, I don't know how I've never heard this before, but you have that native American parable in there. Uh, oh, so good. It's really great. And I, not word for word, but I mean, if you want to, can you paraphrase that or sum it up? Cause I just, I think the message there is, is so simple, but, but impactful. Yeah. I believe it's Cherokee. I, 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 I attributed it or I, I, you know. I, I gave them credit, whoever it was. Yeah. I gave them credit in the <laughs> <Yeah>. book. <laughs> I believe it's Cherokee. But so anyway, there's this there's um the story goes, there's a grandfather and the grandson. And the grandfather says to the grandson, you know, there are two two wolves that live inside everyone. And there's the the courage wolf. And it, with you know, within that wolf there's like love, hope, discipline, mm -hmm. drive um playfulness you know all the good all stuff. those all those positive <laughs> attributes and then there's a fear wolf right which is obviously fear hatred shame um name you know whatever you want uh anger so and they're constantly a battle 
and the grandfather and the grandson says, well, which one wins? And the grandfather says, whichever one you feed. Love it. It's, yeah. it's just such a simple but profound message because it, uh, especially in today's society of social media and all stuff like you, absolutely, you can feed yourself I, so much garbage. And, yeah, uh, I call it infobesity. There's just so yeah. much coming at you. You have to have blinders up all the time because the majority of what we're taking in is negative. Yeah, and you have to really point out the positive things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the the uh, next part, the small victories, something I just wanted to point out too. That and I kind of mentioned it with the, the glass of water. Uh, and another thing that I think you point out that's amazing in this is is these daily goals uh, and like separating your goals into you know attainable first of all right and then your, your long term or in your daily stuff uh, and that's small stuff like like drinking a glass of water I mean what what are some more examples of things that you've put into practice uh, with your daily life that have helped your mental health and and keep you in a in a good place. Okay, so this is a little nuts, and, and you may not have to start here. But and, and run twenty gonna, miles a day. <laughs> right, right. This is an exclusive. So I literally have a checklist that I like photocopy. Okay. So like the the very first thing on that checklist is water, right? So those are for like my daily things, and then I'll have like you know the three supplements I want to take with breakfast. You know, I'll take those. The three I want to take with lunch or dinner. Yeah. And like. I'll have um, meditate, you know, X amount of time. I'll have, um, geez, I can't think right now. Oh, I have like a certain, like I, I messed up my shoulders. So I have like shoulder rehab exercises yeah. I have to do every day. And like, I, I'll have a list of about 15 things, right. That I go through every single day. So even if I have kind of a crappy day, if I get through most of those things on the checklist, I'll be like, you know what? I got through these. That's, that's pretty good. I got some wins out of today. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I try to get, I try to get through everything. I put like something as silly as flossing in there. That's a win, right? Oh, Hey, right, right there with you, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, or like, you know, wearing my retainers at night, like things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. But you know, those are all like little wins. Cause there are things that I, first off, you know, you get it on a sheet of paper and, and you know, everyone doesn't have to do this. This is like yeah. where I'm at now though. Like, uh, I don't have to think about it. it doesn't take any of that, like that cognitive load of having to memorize all these things that I want to do. Yeah. Cause how many times have have you been like, oh, I should start doing this? And then you kind of forget about it. You know what I mean? This time it's staring me in the face every day, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'll have on one sheet of paper. On the other side, I'll have like my longer term goals or things that are just kind of like things I'll have to do for, you know, that pop up, yeah. that kind of thing. And I'll just write those down too. But that way I can see, uh, you know, I'll, I'll check in with it once in, once in a while. I'll just check off the things I have done, you know, and, and it gives you that little boost of, of um accomplishment yeah absolutely i mean that's the same kind of dopamine hit you can get from like a like on facebook but it's a much healthier one so yeah uh, yeah yeah absolutely i think uh maybe maybe a official depression relief playbook addendum application on your phone where it's a checklist <laughs> i thought of putting a checklist in there yeah. but i was like man i don't want to overwhelm people yeah yeah you yeah, know, and I, well, want... everyone's going to be different too so and everyone's yeah. going to be different yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> i just like that idea um and then so I, I, something you said in, in your book that I, I found to be kind of funny and I, I relate to a lot, there's exercise and, and yoga. And so the, as a personal trainer, I don't know if you see this a lot or if you don't, I'd be, I'd be curious about that, but the word exercise, uh, and what people's connotations are of like what it means. Right. So I, uh, I say I exercise every day. And all that means is I, I literally, so I hate exercising. I literally get up in the morning 
and I turn on my PlayStation and I mm-hmm. I play uh, Fallout for an hour while I walk like three or four miles on the treadmill. Oh, <laughs> and so like I'm just and it's just walking, right? I'm not running. Yeah. I'm not looking to like build muscle and challenge myself. But I know like living a sedentary lifestyle where I'm sitting in a chair most of the day, like. I got to walk or I will die. (laughs) So, um, and I try to explain this to people, to, to friends of mine and stuff that, that have similar lifestyles to mine. And when I mention the exercise word, it's almost like a red flag trigger. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's literally just walking. It's like when people tell you like, Oh, I like to go hiking. It's like hiking's just walking. It's like the best kept (laughs) secret. Nobody tells you. So, uh, I mean, do you run into that as, as a trainer, Uh, where people are just kind of afraid of exercise together or they already at the point where they want to improve when they come to you. Like, Oh no, 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 no. I get people. (laughs) I get people a lot of the time who say, I know I should, but I don't. Um, I hate exercise. So, so first off for that crowd who say, I hate exercise. I do give, you know, a list in the book of things that are like, you know, like pickleball I put in the book. (laughs) Well, you put That's walking. Like my, walking was in the book. I was like, yes, I'm winning. Yeah, this. that counts. It counts, right? <laughs> yeah. But I even have a guy who I, I well, I train um, the wife. Okay. So I go over there every week. I'm training the wife in the basement. And the husband's upstairs and he's not working out, air quotes, but I have him playing. He has an Oculus. So if oh, yeah, anyone yeah, doesn't yeah. know what an Oculus is, it's like the video game thing that's kind of like virtual reality, yeah. you know, like your eyes are on the screen. And he boxes. And the dude is sweating. Yeah. Like, and he, and he goes and goes and goes. He's out of breath, but he's not exercising. He's just playing a video game, right? Yeah. So, like, you can trick people. That is <laughs> so funny. And I'm going to leave this in here because I call him out every time. But my my buddy that I'm talking about where I'm like, where I mentioned exercise, he's like, no. Uh, he got an Oculus for Christmas. And go. he'll call me and be like, I was just playing this boxing game and I got to, like, take a break. Like, I'm worn out. And it's so, it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, that you bring that up exactly like that because that's yeah that's been his form of exercise and I was like I guess if it you're counts. like swinging I mean if you were just air boxing it'd be the same thing right so exactly so exactly funny. yeah there's not much difference between that and the kick the yeah the kickboxing classes I teach yeah yeah it's go it's, for it guys have fun amazing I love it so I want to kind of go back to to your own story if we could mention it you mentioned you were kind of your darkest at that point like right 18 19 20 years old yeah um where where were you or what was the point where you were like i need to get help or i need to get out of this like uh whether that be therapy or medication or any of the other things you've mentioned in your book like where what was that point where you realized you needed like you weren't able to kind of pull this out yourself in that moment you know, my road was so long and incremental. Uh, there wasn't an aha moment. Okay. It was like, um, it was really, really dark. And then, you know, it, I, I was around people who were um, not so healthy. And then I was around people who were healthy and, you know, I noticed hanging around the healthier people and I'm saying not just physically, but, you know, emotionally, mentally, everything. Yeah. When I would hang out with those people, I would feel a little bit better. And like, you know, when I worked out a little bit, I felt a little bit better. And like, there was no like 
I'm in, like, let's do this. Um, I, I remember being 23 and starting therapy and, um, I did that for a little while, but you know, those first few years, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like this one time thing. And I do say that in the book, like there is no like silver bullet either. Yeah. Like you may not have an aha moment, um, but that's okay. That's why I give these actionable steps, like these little things you can do. Cause I literally, it feels like I built myself back up brick by brick. Yeah. It feels like I went from color to black and white in a day and then kind of slowly, slowly, slowly brought all that color back. That's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, and I, I, I remember really looking out for that moment too. It's funny. I was looking out for this moment being like, you know, I really want to have that aha moment. Cause I was expecting it to be like, okay, let's get our, let's get our shit back together. Yeah. And I remember, um, it didn't come and I freaked out and I was so upset and it was only two weeks after my best friend had died yeah. and I was expecting, you know, I was like, okay, I should be over this by now. You know what I mean? Or at least yeah. on my way back up and little did I know. Right. So, yeah. So I was looking for it. It didn't come. Uh, but that's okay. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. Well, you know? I, so yeah, it's, well, it seems like, you know, and, and this is coming from someone that's also done therapy and, and come out of a bad spot more than once. Um, <laughs> But like it is, it is a gradual process, right? And so, it kind of fades in to the point where you're able to look back. I imagine, like in hindsight, and be like, "Oh, like I just kept getting better and better." Uh, but in the moment, you're just like, "I mean, I guess I feel a little better than I did yesterday." But like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I didn't snap yeah. my fingers this morning. Yeah. So that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that. If if you did have kind of a. I don't know what's the phrase there, come to Jesus there, moment. <laughs> there were, there were times when I would just kind of find myself feeling a little bit better. Like I went back to college later, I guess I, you know, I was like, I didn't graduate, you know, undergrad till I was 26, which isn't old, but it's yeah. later than, you know, my friends did. And I remember being like, Oh, like I, I transferred a lot. And like when I finally found the college that I liked and I found myself like, really pushing myself, like applying myself, which I had never done before. I just kind of always skated by. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I kind of like, like this. And it was the first time I had like found, I was like, I think I'm like, like kind of on my way to being better right now. Like 24 years old, the school, I kind of like, like pushing myself like, all right, I wouldn't have done this a few years ago. Yeah. So there were things like that where I just kind of found myself like, Oh, that's, that's new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another, yeah. another tool in your tool belt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so I, I wanted to touch on a couple other things. Um, first of all, obviously, I'm thrilled you mentioned therapy because <laughs> as a profession I'm going into and something I, I swear by, it's uh, I cannot yeah. stress it's importance enough. Um, but I want to point out, you, you call out a couple small things that I don't think anybody thinks of um, unless they're either in like, like in it deep or... Um, I, that's the only really time I think people think about it. But so you have a very small section of clothes and grooming in the book. Ah, uh, so I, I said that for a reason, right? And that's been like the most controversial, I guess, right? <laughs> as much as you can have controversy in a self improvement booklet. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, it uh, kind of a sad story. So I was in, um, I was in grad school, and. A friend of mine in a real, real dark place, his car was just filled with junk, right? Just filled with garbage, yeah. literal garbage. 
And I was like, dude, like, how about we go to your car and just, just take out one piece of, let's go clean your car. And he's like, no, I, I can't, I can't. And I was like, okay. I was like, how about we go take out one piece of garbage? And he's like, I can't, I can't. He's like, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. He didn't know my background or anything. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you're wearing a shirt that you were wearing yesterday. And I'm pretty sure you were wearing it the day before. And it has these, what you were eating, you know, two days ago on it. I see it, dude. Yeah. Like, how about we just start with that? And if you shave and get a haircut and just like, not like, you know, go overboard with this thing. Cause I tell a quick story in the, in the, in the book where I was like wearing a suit going to this place. And I, it was just like, so not me. It made me feel worse about myself, yeah. like dressing up that much. Cause that's just completely not me. Um, but this dude let himself go so much, just like that little bit where I was like, I convinced him to put on just like a, you know, a polo shirt and jeans or something. Yeah. Um, it actually made a difference. It was, it was like, it was a, um, a visible difference. Yeah. Cause he didn't think he just didn't think he was able to do it. He's like, well, that's for other people. And I was like, well, anybody can put those clothes on. You know what I mean? He was in such a bad place. He just thought like he was going to be stuck in sweatpants and yeah. dirty t-shirts all the time. So it, it's a small section, but I feel like it's, you know, well, that's I, some, some people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that was important to point out because, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, a lot of group chats and stuff revolving around recovery and stuff uh, and, and, you know, from addiction and whatnot. And there's a lot there's a lot of uh, mental illnesses from anxiety to depression to, you know, any, you name it. Like, you know, if you know an addict or a recovering addict, like, you know, that there's, there's plenty to work with there, but, um, <laughs> myself included. Uh, mm. but it, when we do shares of gratitude or we talk about like our wins, sometimes for some people they'll say, uh, I took a shower today. Yeah. And I think it's, that's, I think, as small as that little piece of the book is, I think it's so important to point out because it really puts things in perspective. I think for someone, if you're someone that's listening to this or that's hearing about or reading your book and you're not, you're not someone that suffers from depression, but maybe you, you know, someone that does, I think that's a huge thing that really gives people perspective on how that other person is feeling. Like they're feeling so disconnected from themselves yeah. That they're, they don't even want to like literally take shower, change their shirt after yeah. three days. And that, I mean, that visual should give you a really good perspective on where that person's at. And I thought that I thought it was really important that you put that in there and I really appreciate it. They did. Oh, uh, thank um, you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the last thing that I want to touch on, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going like skipping around chapter for chapter here. But oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I we just, can't read the whole thing, man. <laughs> yeah. I, all right. Just sit there. I'm going to go page for page here. <laughs> just chime in when you want to. Um, <laughs> no, but the, the last thing you talk about in there, which has been huge for me, and that's why I wanted to mention it too, is so <laughs> I'm going to do my best to phrase this without getting political. Let's just say the last, the last year, year and a half has been pretty fucked up. <laughs> and, it is very easy to fall into like a news cycle. And uh, I mean, I, I've been up in arms furious uh, for periods of time that I am unhappy that I was so unhappy for so long. And I've made it a point now specifically to not include that uh, in my daily, like 
I have, <laughs> I get my local paper because they published something that I wrote. So I was like, oh, I have to subscribe to you now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's a, there's an international section where it's just like Associated Press highlights. And then, you know, it talks about U.S. stuff too, if it's like a bigger news, like obviously like the Derek Chauvin case and all that stuff. But so I read that, but that's about it. I've removed like the 24 hour news cycle from my, from my life. And it's, it really has been an amazingly positive effect. Uh, And so I think that's another thing that people just don't think about, especially with the amount of content and the accessibility of it out there. Uh, So what, I mean, what's been your experience with that and how do you draw those boundaries with what you're taking in as far as content goes? Yeah. About four years ago, I had to really stop paying attention to the news as much um things just got way too divided and there was just way too much hate going on i'm only speaking for myself i should just say that right now so you're not i'm not painting you in any corners so i'm but i'm speaking for myself it just you know and i don't i honest to god i don't care about anyone's political affiliations or anything but like um but it, it just got way too ugly it got way too ugly the the news still found me you know, even though I wasn't looking for it, I still knew what was going on. Right. So sitting down and watching any news channel, isn't going to make a better, better, uh, life for myself. Okay. So it it will find you you don't have to worry about that. The news will find you. Right. But here's the thing. They're only the vast majority of what you're going to find on news websites and, on and television is stuff that's going going to infuriate you and they do that on purpose right because that's for the ratings yeah on on top of that our brains are geared towards negativity okay so like back in the olden days i'm sure you know this but back in you know ancient time well well, i guess prehistoric times um if you were let's say you're with your tribe and there's a saber-toothed tiger there and a pile of food, okay? One's good, one's bad. You're going to be way more tuned into that saber-toothed tiger. You're geared to find the negativity because the saber-toothed tiger can kill you now. The food yeah. can wait, yeah. right? The good stuff can wait, but the, the threats, they're going to get you now. So we're, we're tuned into that just naturally. It's just the way our, our brains are built, right? So you have to work. We have to use our mind to get our brains to behave the way we want, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that takes effort. So you, you you avoid certain things, but you have to fill it with something else, of course, right? So I, I do give a little, <clears throat> like a little bibliography in the back of my book. Is that the yeah. right word, right? Okay, okay, yeah. good. I'll use that word. Sure. For I didn't well, cite yeah. them. Oh, I didn't then, cite those books. Then no, it's not a bibliography. <laughs> but no, yeah, okay. are you talking about your recommended readings there? Yeah, my the recommended end? reading list, yeah, my yeah. Oprah's list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I put, I put my list in the back. Uh, so, you know, books are always great. Right. And I, I think I put some reasons in there why books are great. Um, but there's also the, I, this isn't in the book, but I, I, there are these really great websites. If you, if you do want to see the good things that are happening, it's just refreshing. There are these really pop, just, just Google positive news. And the first four that pop up, it's really great. The things that are happening, like, uh, like environmental, like these strides that are being made right now. It's like so refreshing and you don't hear about any of this stuff, not just with the environment, but all kinds of really good news is happening. Um, we just don't hear about it, yeah. but uh, check those out once a day and it, 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 it makes a difference. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, so, you know, John Krasinski did that some good news thing. Yeah. Last yeah. Year. Yeah. Um, I, the lesser popular Justin Lamb, uh, I made a video <laughs> where I found 
uh, a bu- like a bunch of different, like I looked at different science articles and stuff and I was like, just finding all this cool shit that was going on that had nothing yeah, to yeah, do yeah. with all. And I put together like a news type show where I told everybody about all these stories and I was, and people liked it. And I, <laughs> this story is not me saying, and John Krasinski stole my idea, <laughs> but, but, uh, I was happy to see that that ended up coming out though, because that was like, yeah, that was what I was trying to convey. I was like, there is so much more awesome stuff going on than what you guys are ever going to see. If you just stick to your, like, uh, yeah. you know, your, your normal channels and, and whatnot. And yeah, that, that, yeah. that, that's a cool thing to put out. And I just, I just thought it was nice to point out. Cause you know, you, you like said right at the beginning, full circle here is you, what garbage you put in, that's the garbage you're going to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious, and this is just from, personal uh as an as someone that's trying to write right now myself hmm. what did that process look like uh where where you had the idea and, and executed it and and put it together and released it into the world like what what did that look like what kind of speed bumps did you run into throughout the process uh was it difficult it was- revisiting some of the stuff that you talked about in there no, it wasn't. I was yeah. surprised. <laughs> and it was it was a relatively smooth process. Now I, I am actually okay, so so my my I went to grad school the first time. I am going to the second time for therapy, but the first time was actually um for a film and I, I'm a screenwriter and I, I wrote a film. Okay. I wrote two films and I'm I'm shooting one this summer actually. So I like the process of writing. Nice. And it, for anyone looking for I mean, writing's just a good I guess example, but this could this can be for anything. I took the time to find the where not where I have the most energy necessarily, but where I'm the most focused in my day. So I knew I'm the most focused in the morning and I just created a schedule. I said, look, like whether I feel like it or not at 8am, I'm going to sit down and just write for, let's just say 10 minutes yeah. and then we'll see what happens. Cause there's no real deadline on the book. Right. Yeah. But then ten, but once you get in the groove, you always go a little longer because you're feeling it and you're like, Oh, I don't want to yeah. forget this. I don't want to forget this. So I recognize that that was the strongest thing. So like, you know, if you're a night owl, that's cool too. And if you're trying to do something else, that's cool too, but recognize, you know, the time of day where you have the most, I don't, I hate saying willpower, but the most focus and energy because I can drag myself into a workout literally anytime. That doesn't yeah. matter to me. So I, so that could wait. Um, but the writing stuff, I was like, all right, I'm strong in the morning. I'm going to do it then. And just like I said, don't put that, don't put that, um, the time frame on there. It's just like, you know, don't put any pressure on yourself to say, okay, I'm going to do it for 10 minutes and let it do its thing. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you have an audience in mind as you were writing it or are you kind of writing it for yourself? Uh, I, no, well, I was, that's a good question <laughs> just cause it's such a different world now than 15 years ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just like, there's just so much. So the, the audience was just anyone living in the world now with just so much going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's, it's, it's just, I mean, I don't like to explain to anybody how, how much things have changed, but um, so the audience was just, like I said, I just want to make it brief, digestible. Uh, actionable something that you can leave by your bedstand and read a few times in a row and i really want it to be a gift because the funny thing is i mean i'd love for people to give this to people because i wouldn't have bought this myself somebody would have had to have given it to me uh and and when you're depressed i would say in general you're not going to make the effort 
to go after something like this. It kind of has to fall, fall uh, for some people, has to fall on their laps, oh, yeah. so to speak. So yeah. like, yeah, so I kind of thought of it as like a, a gift type thing too. Yeah, if you're that person that's not going to change your shirt for three days, you're not, uh, you're not scrolling books on, yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. That's the funny thing. That's, that's the paradox. I mean, I'm not, I know I'm not going to sell a bunch of copies, right. And it's not going to be on the bestseller list. But I like that um, idea of giving it as a gift, especially like, you know, as a, when you're a friend of somebody or, or a family member, somebody that that's going through a, a deep depression, like, yeah, uh, this is a, something you can reach out with. And I think that's, that's and, an awesome thing to give to the world. And if you give them a hard copy, be like, do you see how thin this thing is? Like, you can give them a hard time. Be like, this is not 400 pages. You can get through this. That's Come funny. on. So you can give people a hard time too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, where, where can everybody find your book? Uh, just Amazon. And you, you yeah. just have to search uh, the official depression relief playbook. Yeah, I only have it there because like, I, you know, this isn't my career. This is just a passion project. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, not to say that's not important. I firmly, firmly believe in, in this, this is, you know, 15 years in the making. Yeah. Right. So I firmly believe in it. Um, but you know, I didn't go crazy on my social media. I didn't go crazy on getting it everywhere. It's just like it's on Amazon. If you want yeah. it, anyone can find it there. Yeah. Don't worry, I will go crazy. Uh, no, it'll it'll be. I'll have a link in the show notes, and and you guys can Thanks. check out the Instagram as usual and and get a link there. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. I, I love I love what you did there, and and I will definitely be going through it again because I, I think there's some good little nuggets to take out of there. Uh, absolutely. So I appreciate you kind of putting yourself out there and, and sharing your story to help other people. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate selfless goal. Right. So that's thank it. you. Yeah. Thank you. This is really cool, man. Like I'm like honored to be on the show. This is really cool. Awesome. I, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you could be. And I, I, I love meeting you. I love the book. I'm glad we could do this and, and I appreciate the time. Great. Thank you so much. Cool, man. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. It was great meeting you. You too. Oh, hello, friends. It's me again, your host, Justin Lamb. That's me. You can find me online at Justin Lamb Music. I just wanted to hop in at the end here. Um, thank Zach again. The official Depression Relief Playbook, really great. Uh, I loved this interview. But I also wanted to ask you guys a favor. If you could uh, help engage with the podcast a little more. You know, we've been gaining some traction. Got a lot of reviews and, and ratings on Apple Podcasts. But the platforms are changing. You know, a lot of people are going to exclusive Spotify. Apple Podcasts is launching a paid option, which is strange that I don't necessarily want to be a part of. <laughs> but the the support you can show is is by listening, commenting, sharing. And if you can, I have a Patreon that's out there. It's $1.09 a month, and it really offers uh, a lot of cool stuff. If you want to get in on that, and there's some really cool people that are already helping out, like Katie and Andy, uh, you guys could be doing that. A dollar nine a month, you could hear the new theme song for season three, which is going to get posted long before season three starts, and maybe even get a little preview of some episodes and some deleted commentary that did not make it into the episodes. So check that out, patreon.com slash friendrequestpod. Um, thank you so much to the patrons we have and the growing fan base that continues. You guys, I love it. I've been doing this for two years now, and I cannot think of a better way to spend my time, and I really appreciate it. You guys warm my heart 
and I can't wait to continue to bring you these awesome episodes. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.